are officially zero percent. Oh my God. <laughs> K R Z L E. Yeah. <laughs> Charles. Yeah. The, the synopsis just isn't good. This former independent ranch foreman. Butterfly kisses. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh, this is my favorite part of the show. Welcome to What Was That Called Again? I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And this is a movie game show where Ooh. I select three movies and read their IMDb plot descriptions to Will, yeah. who then has to try to match the plot description with the correct title. Ooh. And then afterwards, I'm the, tries... I'm the audience. It's going like, ooh, ha. Ah. And then afterwards, he tries to rank the movies based on their uh, IMDb star rating. That's right. And um, a little peek behind the curtain. At the time of recording, it's like midnight. PM. Yeah. And uh, we probably haven't recorded in like two and a half months. I was wondering. <laughs> I, I was th- trying to think. It has been a couple months at least since we re- yeah. recorded the first eight episodes. Yep. So is this think, technically our second season? I think the last time we recorded was like, um, it was either the end of December or the beginning of October. December? Yeah. <laughs> you said you said December, I swear. Oh, I might have September, the end of September or beginning I think of it was, October. Yeah, right around October-ish. Um, and the last time we recorded, um, I know for sure we did not have a theme song yet. Which we do now. Yeah. Um, and yep. we, I don't know if we even had a title to this thing yet. Did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had a title, I think, with what was like, it called the again? second episode. Yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty much <laughs> correct. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so since it's been so long, um, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you're going to do okay? Are you feeling like you don't know anything that's going on anymore and we're just like learning all over again? You could probably do the first... Uh, movies from the first eight episodes and i probably still wouldn't get them yep. so that's my that's where my confidence is and maybe i did okay maybe i did um i am all set to go if you are ready we can dive right in i think i think i'm ready um okay hit me with the first synopsis please oh please because you said please i think i will the first one that you have. So weird. It'd be such a bad episode if you decided, no, I'm not going to. I'm, like, I'm not going no, to. This week, I'm not doing and it. And that's it for us for episode nine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All righty, here we go. This week, we're going to start with a movie from 1981. Ooh, okay. 80s. And the uh, synopsis from IMDb reads as follows. A CIA operative takes justice in his own hands as his girlfriend is brutally murdered by terrorists. He carefully designs a plot to hunt down the terrorists after the crime and execute them one by one. Ooh. Okay, that was really long, but I feel (laughs) that sounds kind of familiar, or at least that feels familiar. Okay. I know I've said this before. Every like, time, I think, like every episode. I think so. It, it literally, almost probably every movie. Um, and, but I, I'm for sure every episode. But it really does. It has almost like the, like a, um, uh, I don't want to say like a tropey, well, kind of a tropey uh, synopsis there, especially for like 80s action films. But it just that has a has a sense of, of familiarity, I guess, where like I just, I think I've at least seen something similar to that, which could throw me mm-hmm. off. Um, read that to me one more time, just so I get ingrained. Okay. And this is, again, this is, these are all read directly 
as they are written from IMDb. Oh, right. So we, sometimes, we should say that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it may not be the most accurate, but also it may be worded in a strange way because some of these are like just user submitted and they're not like <laughs> proofread, evidently. Um, <laughs> so it reads as follows. A CIA operative takes justice in his own hands as his girlfriend is brutally murdered by terrorists. He carefully designs a plan to hunt down the terrorists after the crime and execute them one by one. Okay. CIA operative takes justice into his own hands, which I'm pretty sure is the MO for the CIA. Um, I don't know how that's any different than the CIA normally. (laughs) But whatever. <laughs> so CIA operative takes justice into his own hands after his girlfriend is uh, kidnapped. <laughs> Brutally wow. murdered. Wow. Brutally so, murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sad, sidebar is that Will um, is like infamously horrible. Uh, if, you, if this is your first time listening, he is infamously really, really bad at remembering movie titles <laughs> and names. And like... Evidently, if you read something to him, he will immediately forget everything that you just read to him. I also want to say that even though it's been two months since the last since the last time we recorded, um, the last two episodes I was on I was on pain medication. This time I am yeah. on Dayquil and vodka, so I could definitely feel one of those two kicking in right now. I don't know which. <laughs> so, um, but I think it was she was brutally murdered, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so brutally fuck you, murdered. I got it right. Um, okay, so so an FBI informant uh, went to take justice into his own. No wait, CIA operative, <laughs> CIA operative taking uh, justice into his own hands after his girlfriend was brutally murdered um, by a gang of thugs. I can't remember anything after that. What was? Uh, he, <laughs> Do you he, 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 he kills time? them one by one. That's all. I, that's all that really matters. Yeah, just his that. his girlfriend is murdered by terrorists, and then terrorists. he goes and kills. He tracks them down and kills them one by one. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, group group of thugs, terrorists, tomato tomato. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen eighty one. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And next. then your second movie is coming from nineteen seventy four. Ooh. Okay. And the synopsis reads as follows. An ambitious reporter gets in way over his head trouble while investigating a senator's assassination, which leads to a vast conspiracy involving a multinational corporation behind every event in the world's headlines. That's deep. That's like, that's loaded. Yeah. So uh, I like how it's an ambitious reporter, not just like a lackadaisical reporter who just stumbles up. He's just like, he was wanting out of it. (laughs) But then he's like, well, I guess I'll do one more story. And it happens to be about this multinational corporation that's behind every headline uh, around the, the globe. Um, okay, so an ambitious reporter gets in over his head in trouble. Uh, gets in way it, over his head trouble while investigating trouble. a senator's is assassination. Is, is way over his head trouble hyphenated? Yes. Oh, wow. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever a senator is assassinated. Uh, yep. Uh, investigating a senator's assassination, which right. leads to a vast conspiracy involving a multinational corporation behind every event in the world's headlines. Oh, behind, not just behind, oh, sorry, so I already misremembered that. So not just behind every headline, like I said originally, but behind every event of the world's headline. Okay, so right. so almost like there's one big uh, conglomeration corp mm-hmm. that is uh, uh, meddling with world events. Yeah. Um, to, to get their way okay so does that sound familiar reporter? no not really 
It, no, seriously. It that really might be is. the second or third movie in this entire podcast that has not sounded familiar. Maybe. <laughs> well, there's also there's a key difference between between sounded familiar and feels familiar. Oh, right, right. I'm feels, sorry. Feels, yeah. Feels Whoa, sorry. The last one gave me a vibe. This one, not so much. This one just sounds like reality. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. third one. Moving on, the third and final movie for the evening, um, coming from 1972. Okay, so we got seven, we got 81, 74, and 72. Correct. Uh, the synopsis for the final movie here reads as follows. No, okay, well, let me note really fast that this one is one that is, like, not worded well at all, and I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, I want it verbatim, though. Don't, don't yes, change anything. I read it as verbatim, as it is written from IMDb, um, as I am to do on this show. It reads as follows. A man is in radio contact with his family when their plane is shot down. He wants those responsible and becomes a criminal to get a job as deep sea diver with those salvaging the plane's cargo. What the fuck? Okay, so a guy is in radio contact with his family whenever their plane is shot down. He then decides to go find them by getting a job as an underwater diver in hopes to find the wreckage. Like what? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. Aren't That's there better ways? Says. Aren't there better That's ways to find your family? I'll read it one more time as it is written, <laughs> just okay. because it's it's so crazy. How it's A man is in radio contact with his family when their airplane is shot down. That's the first sentence. That's easy to understand. I wonder if his if his motivation would have changed if he wasn't in radio contact when they were shot down. Like if he hung up the radio right before they got shot down. And then he finds out about it later on. Would that change his motivation? Like a butterfly yeah, flaps its wings type thing? Probably so. He'd probably just accept though. their death and he heard it move happen. on. Yeah, exactly. But he, because he heard it happened, <laughs> yeah. like in real time, he has to go. But because he heard it happen, uh, to continue with the synopsis, he wants those responsible and becomes a criminal to get a job as a deep sea diver with those salvaging the plane's cargo. <laughs> so he becomes a criminal. I forgot. I didn't even hear that part. I don't think. Yeah. I was so like lost in the first part. So, okay. So he's talking to his family on the radio. Yep. Uh, who is flying without him for some reason. And, yep. uh, in a, I'm guessing a private plane and he hears them be shot down and so he decides to to uh, he, he wants the the attackers he wants mm-hmm. to find them, and the only way to do that he has decided is to one become a criminal, yep. and then two become a deep sea diving criminal. Yep. Okay. <laughs> to to get a job as deep sea diver with those salvaging the plane's cargo. Okay. Not as a deep sea diver. It's just get a job as deep sea diver. As deep sea diver. Yep. As deep sea. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, I know you probably didn't include this with your notes, but from now on, I think if you can try to include the name of the IMDb user. There is not one. Oh, it wasn't listed. I would have written it. Yep. So then from now on, uh, everything that doesn't, that is anonymously written like like that, we're going to revert back to um, episode two, uh, be sus 
uh, whatever his yeah. name was. <laughs> Beast Us fourteen twelve or whatever the fuck. It'll always be it'll always be Beast Us's fault. He'll be like the running character in the background. Yeah, we okay. can just assume this is the same guy. Oh, that one. Okay, so that one's heavy. That one sounds like if one of these three movies, especially that one, doesn't have Michael Caine in it, I'm gonna be blown away. Oh, interesting. That just feels like a Michael Caine movie for some reason. I don't know why. Probably the Dayquil. Um, okay, so so let me try to recap on my own. Dayquil um, side effects. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> 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 it's a cool side effects um even though it doesn't say non-drowsy sometimes it can be um and then like dry mouth um uh constipation michael kane uh <laughs> just like he's like the fourth one on the list yeah okay so the first movie mm-hmm. was nine was 1981 correct and it was about a uh Hold on. I, I know what it is. I'm just mm-hmm. organizing the sentence in my head. I'm not stalling at all. This is not a stall tactic. <laughs> the 1981 film was a CIA operative who decided to take justice into his own hands after his girlfriend was brutally murdered by mm-hmm. terrorists, and he uh, decides to hunt them down and kill them one by one. Yes. Thank you. The second film was 1974, yep. and it was about something (laughs) hold on hold on hold on it was about um man i i'm just thinking about michael kane now i don't know um read the second one again for me please okay (laughs) this it is a um an ambitious reporter gets in way over his head trouble conglomeration the world headline thing okay so i'll say it so uh, 1974 it's about an ambitious reporter who gets in uh in over his head trouble uh, or whatever the, the hyphenated word was of that, <laughs> whenever, uh, uh, while investigating a senator's assassination, uh, a, 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 he discovers a conspiracy theory that uh, uh, that a uh, world organization, a, a conglomeration, you said there's a different word for that. Um, uh, multinational corporation. A multinational corporation uh, yeah. might be behind all of the world's major headlines. Yeah. Roughly that. I think behind every event in the world's headlines. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 1974 ambitious mm-hmm. journalist okay yep. and then the last one was 1972 yes and it was michael kane is uh, <laughs> listening to the radio okay it was, it was, it was a guy. <laughs> listening to the his family's death on the plane is broadcast live um, on, on the 91 to the death um <laughs> Okay, so Michael, so not Michael Caine. So I got, I got to stop thinking that. Um, so 1972, um, uh, 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 while listening, while, while while in communication with his family, who is flying yep. uh, on the radio, uh, they're not flying on the radio. He's in communication on the radio while they're flying. Um, uh, his family is shot down. Uh, yep. And to find the the evil people who did this, he decides to become a criminal and join an underwater salvaging team. Yeah, that's all the information we got on okay. that one. Okay. Oh my gosh. Whew, buddy. Okay. Um so these are all definitely like the in the action in the action but also like the um what would be now known as like the Liam Neeson taken um sort of sort of vibe, right? I guess that middle one with the journalist isn't quite that, but we're discovering something that maybe is uh Mm-hmm. Uh, nefarious and there's an organization involved um, okay so maybe like a born identity 
um, type type vibe there too. I'm just spitballing yeah. here out loud. I'm just I'm just trying to prep myself for what the titles might be. Okay, I think I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, the first title you have to work with. Oh gosh, it's gonna this be. This always makes me so nervous because it's gonna be something like butterfly kisses, which is gonna yeah. piss me off. <laughs> Your first title is gonna be Fear is the key. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Okay, fear is the key. Hmm. Okay, hold on. So fear is the key. So that kind of feels like, so that doesn't give me any like vibes of like a certain um, time period because these are all kind of clustered at least within a decade of each other. And this is kind of a genre that, um, that I don't really think they really had to do too much to kind of push you know, uh, the sales, at least a VHS sales of this, or like a home video or even, you know, even a m- movie ticket because these, mm-hmm. the, these kind of sold themselves. So they would never do anything like edgy or, or whatever in, in the title, maybe, but that's my theory right now. So that doesn't help me any, but fear, was it called fear is key? Fear is the key. Fear is the key. That kind of feels like CIA is a CIA operative justice in his own hands murder girlfriend terrorist no maybe I don't know I don't think so does it feel like Michael Caine listened to the radio and then a family dies on the airplane no not really because I don't, I don't feel like I feel like uh, unofficially uh, mm-hmm. I still hear the second and third one but the first thing that jumped out at me was the ambitious reporter story where where um there's this whole idea of of fear is the thing that this um multinational corporation is using to kind of uh control the world i'm just going to go that route for now until i hear the other two so hit me with the other two all right the next title you have uh to work with is going to be the parallax view oh i love that uh because I really love parallax. I used to do a lot of parallax uh, photography editing. Fun stuff. Um, the parallax view. So that actually feels more like the reporter one now that I hear it. Hmm. Okay, third one. <laughs> the third title you have is The Amateur. Oh. Oh. Maybe... Maybe the guy listening to the radio was like an amateur radio operator. Maybe that's what that means. And he's also an amateur underwater diver. And he's also an amateur criminal. <laughs> so he's just like, like everything he does, he's just padding his resume <laughs> with, with things that he only does briefly. <laughs> um, because I don't think you would call a CIA operative amateur the amateur. Is it called the amateur? Yeah, the amateur. I've already forgotten it. Okay, the amateur. I don't think you would call the CIA operative the amateur. I don't think you would call an ambitious reporter an amateur unless he was like a rookie reporter, like you know, like uh, like he wanted to like prove himself in the newsroom, so he went on this like crazy conspiracy theory thing, and his colleagues were like, "Oh, the amateur over here, thinking he's got a story," and then he does, like he he actually like cracks a huge case. That's a possibility. So so far, I've thought all three titles are the are the. <laughs> you, you, I want to just state that 
you started that sentence by saying that it wouldn't be that one, and then you talked yourself into like be that one. <laughs> like by the end of this. You know what? You know what? That first thought was wrong. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, um, and then the amateur. I still feel like though, because in the synopsis, at least as poorly written as it was, there is not one mention of what the guy does professionally to start with while listening to his family die on the radio oh okay yeah so he could just be a guy right or he mm-hmm. could like have a particular set of skills um, <laughs> as you said he's just an amateur <laughs> well, with, no but, but, he, but he, he becomes an amateur by doing by by doing all these other things that he has to do to get to go find the people who did this like he's not so like he's not a detective mm-hmm. like that's not his like you know he's not like part of the fbi cia so he has no real skills on how to f- actually find these people mm-hmm. um he just has what he heard and he kind of knows where the plane was at um so that already labels him as like an amateur right so he's he's up against um his own uh, lack of 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 knowledge and skills and then he has to do these other things uh career paths or whatever lifestyle choices that he probably isn't also familiar with like i'm sure he's not used to being a criminal uh, I'm sure he's not used to helping with underwater rescue. Um, so I feel like maybe that is the best fit. Um, okay, so I have... Let me just recap myself. So I have... Um, the amateur was the last one. Um, fear is the key is the first is the first one you gave. And then parallax view was the second one that you gave. Okay. Is that a confirmation? Okay. <laughs> and you're you're walking them in? No, 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 no. I'm just giving him the order that you gave me. Okay. You said you, you said um, the amateur last. You said okay. fear is the key first, and then okay. you said parallax view second. Okay. So yeah. that, I was just I was just giving them in the order you gave them. Um, um, yeah. So don't don't uh, lock me in yet. Parallax view is the one that I really don't know. Um, I kind of feel like terrorism fear is the key. Like that kind of feels like that fits parallax view parallax, meaning seeing like sort of seeing things from a different perspective or having a, a a deeper perspective or a shifting perspective that could be the reporter one. So I'm going, I think I'm going to just lock it in in that order actually. So, The 1981 CIA operative whose girlfriend is brutally murdered by terrorists and who he uh, chooses to hunt them down one by one is called Fear is the Key. The 1974 um, ambitious reporter who, uh, while uh, 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 researching or uh, covering the assassination of a senator, uh, uncovers a conspiracy theory about a multinational corporation who is behind all of the world's major headlines. And then 1972 um, is The Amateur, not starring Michael Caine, but it's about a guy listening to his family die uh, uh, while they're on an airplane uh, via the radio. And he decides to take up a life of crime or become a criminal so he can go... <laughs> underwater rescue diving to, to <laughs> which, find the bad guys 
which I like that the synopsis implies um, that it's it's criminals that are salvaging the plane's cargo. <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> like take that. I records. took it as like the only the only thing that like the only way into underwater diving is that he has to, to first like a rob a bank or something. I was like, I was like, I see on your resume that uh, you know we're a we're a real professional group of guys here. This is a dangerous job. Yeah, um, you're you're underwater uh, in some pretty bad places, and you're you're dealing with some pretty uh, some pretty bad situations. So I just want to take a look here at your your resume. Oh, I see you got some experience uh, with uh, with some scuba. Okay, that, that that's great. We do a lot of that. We do uh, primarily scuba, actually. Um, uh, I'm not seeing, you know, I'm not seeing any crime on here. You haven't. Oh, I robbed a bank. Oh, but, yeah, but was that within the last five years? Yeah, that was three months ago. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't put that on your CV, so I didn't. I didn't see that. So yeah, I, yeah, I, you got to turn the page over. Oh, oh, there, oh, there it is, right above <laughs> it. Education. It's the last one. I, I got you now. All right. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like like they weren't going to hire him unless he was a criminal. Yeah, like that was the only way in. Okay, so I'm gonna lock that in. Um, okay. Uh, I hope I got something right. With that submission of I'm answers, so the big return to the show. Drum roll, you please. got one, one correct. Oh, oh damn it! <laughs> I don't know which one though, because I'm not <laughs> confident on any, any of them. Oh my gosh! Okay, yep. So I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm I'm the most confident in the amateur, but even that is not very confident because I still think the amateur could be the reporter. So, having said that, I'm going to switch. The first two. So I'm going to say, for some reason, Parallax View is the CIA operative whose girlfriend is brutally murdered by terrorists, yada, 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 1981. And then I'm going to say Fear is the Key, which is what I originally said um, when you first said it, is the Mm -hmm. 1974 uh, ambitious reporter who's covering a senator's assassination and uncovers the conspiracy theory about a multinational corporation controlling the headlines by being behind all the major events globally and i'm going to keep the amateur as the 1972 one with michael kane okay even though it's not michael kane (laughs) (laughs) no i can confirm michael kane is not in any of these three damn it i'm really Um, really disappointed a young michael kane maybe he should have been but he should have been he should have either been he could have been any of these characters i could see michael kane as the um, CIA operative, I could especially see him as in the this era, reporter. in the, like the early to mid seventies, yeah, like, uh, exactly, yeah, this like, like a young Michael Caine yep. with like a like like the shirt partially unbuttoned, like, and he's becoming a criminal so he can underwater dive like that. That's Michael Caine. He got yeah, the Italian job, Caine. so I think he did all right. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did I get did I get any better? No, you got zero now. Oh, damn it! Really? <laughs> yeah, Son of a bitch. Tell me what they are. Okay, so a completely against your judgment, the 1981 Always. film is The Amateur. Really? A Why? Operative Why on earth would that be called hands. The Amateur? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have seen it. Um, why it's called The Amateur, not sure. I guess because... I don't. I don't know. Actually, I do not know. That makes but zero that, sense to me. That one He's is a the CIA amateur. operative. Is he like a rookie yeah. operative? Like what? Like usually those guys are pretty well trained. Typically, now this guy does for a CIA operative. He seems pretty clueless the whole time. He's like maybe going, that's what it is. Maybe he's an idiot. Uh, Nineteen seventy-four is the parallax view. 
Okay, so see, one, I, I, I had that one, and I changed it. Damn it. The Ambitious Reporter, played by Warren Beatty. Um, okay. I mean, I was saying Michael Caine, but Warren mm-hmm. Beatty is a good second choice for this movie. Yeah. And I think Michael Caine passed on it. That leaves <laughs> 1972 as Fear is the Key. And it is the only one of these three that I have not seen. And, oh, I um, should have guessed that. I didn't realize you hadn't seen one. Sorry. We usually play that game. Yep. I, I didn't say that in the beginning, but yeah, this is the only one of the three that I have not seen. And I actually only found out about this movie's existence like four or five days ago via a, while researching this, this via <laughs> an email from arrow video. Cause they're putting out a uh, Blu-ray of this. Mm. Um, I think in January or February, um, fear is the, the key. Recording. Um, yeah. New so, for okay. So, uh, yeah. So, um, now you got to try to guess the star rankings of these three movies, or the order. Okay, yeah, from high yeah. to low. Which out of these three is is first, second, and third? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, uh, first before we go into that little tidbit, mm-hmm. um, are these streaming anywhere? Uh, um, the only one that I could find. Uh, so the Parallax View, you can you can rent. Um, the Amateur is difficult to find. Fear is the key <laughs> is available on the Criterion channel at the time okay. of recording. Whenever I looked, and um, then and then also for a little bit more help with the rating system, uh, who mm-hmm. uh, you said Warren Beatty was in the second one. Yeah. Um, uh, do we have any more information on cast like, or crew? Yeah. On the on these films. Yeah. So uh, the Amateur from 1981 is directed by some guy named Charles Jarrett. I didn't personally recognize uh, He's a national hero. his other movies. How do you not uh, know that name? However, we're, we're, we're going to have a second podcast spinoff <laughs> called Thomas doesn't the, know the Jarrett directors. report, the Charles oh, Jarrett I'm, report. I'm totally kidding. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, I will say that the amateur is written by a uh, Diana Maddox, who may not sound familiar offhand, but she is a screenwriter on the original The Changeling from 1980, the horror movie. Um, And this movie stars John Savage and Christopher Plummer and Arthur Hill. Okay. Um, Parallax View is directed by Alan J. Pakula, who would go on to do uh, like uh, Sophie's Choice, The Pelican Brief, um, Presumed Innocent, (laughs) uh, (laughs) All the President's Men. Never heard of it. so he did this movie. This is actually the Parallax View is like part two of a quote unquote uh, uh, like a uh, paranoia trilogy is what it's dubbed. Oh, okay. Um, starting with Clute in 1971. Okay. This one in 1974, and then All the President's Men in uh, interesting. What was it 76 or seven? Didn't know that All the President's Men was part of a. I mean, I'm sure it's like it's almost like a spiritual um, series, right? They're not like right, right. Linked. Okay, yeah. It's like in the in the, the vein thematic. of like the '70s, like post Nixon conspiracy era yeah. that they were in. That's interesting. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, and and again, yeah, it stars Warren Beatty, like I said, and it is written um, by a uh, Dev- David uh, Geiler, who did who would go on to do Southern Comfort, Money Pit, and Story by Credit on Aliens. Hmm. Never heard of it. Um, yeah, and also co-written by a uh, Lorenzo Semple Jr. who would do that name sounds familiar. The screenplay for uh, Papillon with Steve McQueen and uh, Dustin Hoffman, 
three days in the Condor, and he would go on to do Flash Gordon as well. Mm. Um, and then Fear is the Key from 1972. What I have for you, like I said, it's coming out on the um, uh, Arrow video here in a few months at the time of recording. And uh, it is written by a Robert Carrington, who uh, had written the screenplay most notably for Wait Until Dark. Um, and a uh, uh, Barry Newman, who wrote Vanishing Point. Hmm. I've actually never heard Which of either. Seems like it seems like those titles didn't have much of an impact. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of the. I mean, Vanishing Point, maybe. Um, what was the first one he did? You said he did. Uh, the other, the co-writer on that same movie had done uh, Wait Until Dark. Wait Until Dark. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one either. Wait hmm. Until Dark is from '67. <clears throat> it has Audrey Hepburn and See, Alan I'm more, Arkin. That's like a big, um, um, I guess, blind spot in my film knowledge um the late 60s uh, mostly because i slept through that part of film history class a yeah. lot <laughs> so, so, so okay so now that i know all of this um or have forgotten everything you said um i will now try to rank uh guess the rank of these the imdb rank this is the user the user rating um mm-hmm. and it's only between these three so yep. um man seven, uh, 70s 80s early 80s Hmm. Actiony, actiony, like I mean, they sound like good movies, and the fact that like the um, Parallax View kind of has a pedigree, um, at least more of a pedigree, it seems like. Oh, that's that's interesting. So okay, this one's tough because usually you can like, or I can pretty much pick out like what the bottom one is, or and or what the top one is, and then it's just kind of fitting the middle one in. But this one, they all kind of feel kind of the same as far as like potential quality goes so hmm I'm going to say just because the title is upsetting that's the only reason why I'm doing this I'm going to say the amateur is last is third position I will say um fear fear is the key I'll say is first just because fear is in the title oh man I'm going to hate that I think it's the other way around Um, but I'm going to say fear is the key and then just right behind it will be parallax view only because I think people will watch um, fear I, I think the word fear will make people watch that movie more and rate it more i saw I'm, I'm like i'm just it's bad logic but i'm just trying to fa- figure out something here i think parallax will kind of like maybe shy people away a little bit more but i think it's just right behind fears the key so it's gonna be fears the key parallax view and then the amateur but i think they're all like clustered like in the sevens so that's my i'm gonna lock that in well it was bad logic because the parallax view is the highest rated <sighs> Son of a bitch. with a 7.1 okay <laughs> <clears throat> it is in the Criterion Collection. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Fear is the Key is number two. See, I was flipping the coin on those. Okay, that's, like, that's a big drop, though. Um, and then the Amateur is the third. That's right. 5.8. Right, because it makes no sense. The title makes no sense at all. It's just... Um, 
uh, the amateur, I, d- I did not care for. I was actually very disappointed with it because I thought it sounded great. And then I, I'm a big fan of John Savage, actually. I love him. Um, and he didn't do, he hasn't done very many leading roles. And so I was really excited to see him in a leading role in something like this. And it was just, the movie, the opening of it was amazing. The opening scene yeah. was incredible. And Kind of like uh, the, the turkey Express. movie? Yeah, Midnight Express. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was like that, and then it just, um, it just immediately just hit a wall, and then you're just kind of like, all right, well. I wonder if that was so. Wait, Midnight Express was that 80s as well? No, that was uh, late late 70s. 70, 70, yeah. 78 or something like that, right? I believe so. Yes. So I wonder if it's just like a if it's just, and I, I, I'm just spitballing here, but I wonder if like this is some kind of issue with the timing where. Um, someone either a writer a director a producer or a studio were trying to go back 10 years to films that did well in 10 years earlier in this same genre and try to like recapture that moment and they they just couldn't mm-hmm. I, I wonder because it's it's interesting that like it seems it seems like there was a shift but I'm trying to think out loud here as far as, I don't know if it was like audience shift or what, but it feels like early 80s cop or like crime action films all kind of suffer the same, you know, I don't, to me, I'm just speaking personally. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like equate it to a more broad view than my personal opinion. Um, but to me personally, it seems like there are early 80s like action films that are like cop dramas or like crime dramas like unless there's like a comedy element to them, they just kind of like, mm-hmm. eh, okay, that happened. Whereas for some reason, like mid seventies, early seventies, like there's actually some like grit to the to the movies and actually some like substance to the movies. Um, anyway, but I I just don't know. I'm thinking out loud again. But I uh, that's interesting that uh, the amateur not only has the worst title but also is the worst movie. <laughs> so. And yeah. you said you haven't you have seen that one. It was the it was Fear is the key you haven't seen. Correct. Mm. Yeah, I love the Parallax view. I think that is fantastic. Yeah, I was really 50-50 on those. I really with um um with that being like with the bigger pedigree and now that I know that it's in like a trilogy, a spiritual trilogy or like a thematic trilogy or whatever, I really should have like flipped on that one. But I was just thinking that maybe Fear, the title of the Fear would have uh, elicited more views. And then, therefore, equated to a little bit higher of a rating. But uh, I was wrong. I should have. I should have not done that. Bad logic once <laughs> yeah. again wins or loses. Correct. This week um, we have a new segment. Oh, where I right. have actually um, pulled a quote from IMDb from one of these movies. And so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read him the quote that I have selected. And then Will's going to try to just completely blindly guess <laughs> what movie, which of the three movies this quote is from. I legitimately right? forgot we were doing this. I, I even forgot that I told you not to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, I, I totally forgot we were doing this. I, I love the idea of this. Um, it, yeah, I've, I'm really excited. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm really excited to hear, one, what quote you chose, and then two, to try to figure out how this fits in to any of these three so please yeah bring good, this. Luck. good luck yeah thanks the quote that you have for this week is 
going to read as follows. Quote, They say a martini is like a woman's breast. One ain't enough, and there is, and three is too many. End I, quote. I completely disagree with that last part. Um, <laughs> three tits is universally known as the best thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So say it one more time. Yeah. Quote. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, if you can, regardless of if you've seen this or not, I want you to, I want you to do this in character. Okay. Okay. This will be great. Okay. <laughs> or 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 is Michael Caine one of the two? I can't do a good Michael Caine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish if I did one, it would just be really embarrassing. Um, so I'll just yeah, because I just didn't deliver just this myself for forty-five minutes. That's fine. That's but that's what everybody expects on. This okay, show. no, you're you're right. Yeah, okay. I'm like the straight man on this show. Okay. Um, they say a martini is like a woman's breast. One ain't Sorry. enough, and three is too many. Three, okay, okay, that was good. I have some notes, but that was good. Okay. Um, I felt like you were giving me CIA operative, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe you were giving me. Uh, CEO of multinational corporation. I felt like you were giving me CIA operative. <laughs> they say a martini is like a woman's breast. One ain't enough, and three is too many. <laughs> what 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 was the other one you said? I, I said or you... or CEO of a multinational corporation. Oh, okay. I feel like it's one of the two. I don't think. Because we don't know who the baddies are in the uh, Fears the Key movie. And. Well, we know that the guy gets involved with criminals to become a fucking. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think any of those would be drinking martinis. Um, not that, you know. You think that they just live by or in the water and they like don't go out to drink <laughs> no i feel like maybe they they don't have such a i mean not to not to disparage uh, uh criminal underwater divers but i feel like they maybe don't have such a sophisticated drink um uh, let's okay. see here i mean sorry sorry to pass judgment okay yeah <laughs> no i really apologies feel like... to all of our divers that we have listening. Not, no 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 not the divers it's the criminal underwater the criminal the criminal yeah. divers. If you're a criminal, criminal diver listening and you love martinis, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, we, we have an email address just for <laughs> just for that. That's all we are. Actually, I want to know the drink of choice of criminal under uh, criminal underwater salvagers. Um, I, do, yeah, I would love that. Uh, yeah, and how to make it. Okay, so let's see here. Um, CIA operative, or because he's hunting terrorists. Hmm. No, I really feel like this is Parallax View. No, I don't. Because I don't think I don't think what's his face would have written a line like this. They say David Geiler or Lorenzo Semple Jr. Yeah. They say a martini is like a woman's breast. One is not enough and three is too One many. One ain't enough. One ain't enough. Oh, so you're Okay, maybe this is a roughneck underwater diver. I, I'm guy. just, I'm just correcting. The, <laughs> I'm just the going off of freezing of the quote. I'm just going off of the off of the performance you gave, because <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> that's all I have. That's really all I have. To is go the off way of. I read it just now off of the fucking paper. You, you were giving, uh, you were giving a sophisticated underwater uh, criminal. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I feel the pressure. Okay, I'm gonna just have to say this is really a shot in the dark, complete guess. Um, I will go with 
parallax view. Final answer. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. You got it. Does it say who said it? Does it say what the character's name is? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hoping the character's name was, was I, multi- multinational CEO. <laughs> I do not recall uh, that line being spoken, but I believe IMDb, I guess, if they say that it was said, they're not sure. I'm sure it was. Somebody in the background said it, like in passing. I'm sure somebody said it at some point. Yeah. It was, it was actually in the, in the uh, deleted scenes. Yeah. Uh, it's spoken by somebody named Gail. Uh, oh, Gail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's Gail. Gail that says it. Is it a female? I believe so, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe she's flirting. That's a hell of a flirt line. Because she's like, I have two martinis right here. Is actually the next line. And then she <laughs> yeah. just shakes her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got two dirty martinis right here. Okay, so wait. So now that you know that it's Gail. Or the I, total I, I recall a... chick walks by with the three boobs. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that line is total bullshit. Three is always the best. Um, but now that you know it's Gail, I want you to give me your best Gail and reread that line. They say a martini. <laughs> Hold on. Best. Stop. <laughs> I could only be so aroused. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Let me just like let me not watch you do this. So I don't have to like interrupt you with a laugh. Okay, I want to close my eyes. You go again. I gotta be there. I'm gonna be there with my eyes closed. I'm in a bar. I'm in a. I'm in like a bar. Like everyone's like this is like a like a you know suit and tie type place. This is a very sophisticated. Maybe this is like a gay a, a some kind of like really big important meeting or party, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gail, go ahead. Gail overhears you order a martini. So let's let's start with you ordering no. your martini <laughs> from the. Okay, wait. Should, am I ordering one or three? You're, no, 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 no. Uh, you're saying give me another martini. Okay, so I okay, so so you've I, already I, had one or two. Okay, so so I um I stumble up to, to the bar and, and I put my empty martini glass down. Yeah. And I take the toothpick out and I suck on the I suck on the <laughs> olive. And I go, I gotta get another martini. You know, <laughs> what, sorry, they say what, a martini wait, is like something? a woman's What's breast. What's that? One ain't enough, and three is too many. Oh bullshit! Three is amazing. <laughs> My I, name's Gail, get, by the way. Can I get three martinis, actually? <laughs> hey, what did I just say? <laughs> but I've already, I've already had two, so this would be five. <laughs> five is way <laughs> overboard. Five, five is almost a cow. It's like a, it's like a, a, a an animal mother. Um, okay, <laughs> that was a good gale. All right, so thanks. Um, how did I do this episode? I think I got like zero right, and then I got. Uh, you had one, one right, and then you got zero, and then so I, got, I got zero. That's what I did. Yeah, you okay. got one right on the ranking, and then I got the you new got game the quote correct. The quote correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So now, to end the episode, I can't get this out of my head. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out the opening scene to our movie in which yeah. um, a, a guy who just randomly is listening to the radio and hears his family die decides to become a criminal and, <laughs> and, and, and then pursue underwater diving. I keep saying underwater diving. I keep meaning to say underwater rescue, but I keep saying underwater diving. And yeah. I know that's redundant because clearly you can't dive anywhere else. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I, I apologize to everyone screaming. What does he mean by underwater dive? I, I know. I keep saying it. I keep hearing it too. Underwater <laughs> uh, salvage. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So um, what crime is the underwater salvage team um, looking for? Like what is the what is the um, skill set that they need? Or we can also take it this way. Is this actually about underwater criminals? Because I think submarines are an untapped market for, for the burglar. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's based on the synopsis that's on IMDb. That's possible because it just says that he... He becomes a criminal to get a job as deep sea diver <laughs> with those salvaging the plane's cargo. Oh, so maybe oh, so maybe oh, so maybe they're just rooting through like stealing maybe luggage. Maybe that's like a weird way of saying like treasure hunters. Like they're like stealing wallets <laughs> from the dead people. Yeah, or just like going like you said, just going through like suitcases. Like maybe there's some valuables in there, but you won't know until you you know open it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm back in. Okay. Okay, so then... So he's got to, like, pickpocket people or something. Well, I mean, that's easy when they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I'm going with it. So so what What crime or, like, what um, criminal history do you think they prefer? Like, like let's say it's you and, and two other guys in the lobby mm-hmm. of, of Underwater Crime, Inc. And you're all there... Because uh, there's a there's a now hiring sign on the door, um, and the three of you all have a criminal past, mm-hmm. uh, but a very different criminal past. Yeah. So, which one of you gets the job based solely on the criminal history? The pickpocketer. Okay. What's the so? What are the other two crimes, or what are the other two criminals? Uh, um, uh, rap sheets say battery. <laughs> okay oh, no okay you're right no 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 i like this so yeah now. so definitely if you walk into this place and it just says wanted uh underwater rescue salvage uh crime record um preferred criminal history preferred so you see that in the classifieds for some mm-hmm. reason <laughs> and no cop cares <laughs> so you go you go oh i mean i beat my wife twice so I this sounds up my alley. So you yeah. go, okay, and then the, your second guy goes, "Hey, I worked a year in Paris p- doing pickpocketing. Uh, I'm going to try this. I, you know, uh, the other one's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> the one's Grand Theft Auto. Okay, I don't know. I think Grand Theft Auto might actually be kind of a cool thing to to use because um, you always steal the plane, right? The oh. plane's been crashed and the people are dead. <laughs> so what yeah, but the pickpocketer. <laughs> so these criminals, so they get like, um, they basically get like, like short ends, but they get it like with the oxygen tanks. They get like the leftover oxygen tanks, like okay. they, because they they're they're criminals. They're not like paying for the yeah, full like, right, right. brand new tanks that are like I don't want a fully charged tank just give me whatever you got yeah. <laughs> yeah so they get pickpocketers to do the scavenging 
the scavenging, I guess, the really. Scavenging. Because no, I think scavenging is the right term because they're both, they're both finding it and also doing something else with it. So they need pickpocketers to get in and get out quick. And pickpocketers can really like, like they can just dig through those pockets and like get everything out like really, really fast and efficient. Okay. I think I, I, I like this. I like this that like, um, but, but I think, I think what's key though is that the, because the pickpocketer, um, you know, like he, he did this in all the big tourist cities around the world for years, right? Since a little kid, like this guy is like, you know, professional at this job. He's been in it for like two decades, right? He's like, he's like 27 now. Um, and he's been like, you know, he's been pickpocketing all his life. Never been caught once. Exactly. You know, or if he has, he's always been able to talk his way out of it, right? He's just really mm-hmm. good. Um, and he has like a certain style where like, you know, he comes up behind you or beside you, whatever. And all he has to do is like, you know, move his two like little uh, fingers and then your pockets open and then he slips in, in and out, gone. I would love it if to translate this to underwater. So they hire him and they're like, yeah. <laughs> We got these tanks. They're they're not even full, and we're never going to fill them. In fact, in fact, it's the same tank. We just keep we just have to keep making these dives be shorter and shorter. <laughs> so so you've got to get in and out. Uh, so we're going to hire you because you're pickpocketing skills. But the key the, the the caveat though is that he still has to do like the same. Like he can't just dive down and like reach his hand in the pocket and and like you know and take the the wallet or whatever. No, he has to like brush up against them and like you know <laughs> pretend like he's like walking beside him and do like the little pocket maneuver thing like he has because he's so trained in that way he can't do it any he can't just reach his hand and go he, it, it just won't work that way he has to do all the same like, he's like he's like at first he's like trying to like bump into them and like do it his original way but it's like for what he needs to do, it's taking too long, and they start exactly. getting pissed off at him. They're like, "No, just, just like get in there and get out." And he, and so he goes back down, and he like just tries to come in like from the front and just reach his hand in, but he can't get his hand in the exactly because exactly, he's front. not used to that movement. He's not used to that positioning. He has to literally be right beside the person. So like, if it's like a, a crashed plane, you know, and people are still like in their seats, like seat belted in, and the fucking plane's like on its side, halfway upside down, he has to maneuver his body. <laughs> to where he's like you know in the same orientation and then he like he just like re- and i'm like i got like a little like finding nemo flipper going on over here where it's like reaching <laughs> into his pocket you know and like just in and out real, real quick um yeah but he ha- but he's but he's faster that way weirdly enough because that's just yeah. what he's been doing forever and he can't undo it and this is the story of a guy who just you know he yeah he finds that uh um even in a world of adversity with the underwater um limitations um and uh, obstacles uh that he can still just be himself and be a you know but he has to do it his way he can't he can't like conform he can't you know i like it it's that's really touching (laughs) yeah yeah that's a sweet little story that's probably exactly what this movie is like (laughs) yeah is it wait was it called the amateur no it's called uh, here's the key here's the key god (laughs) (laughs) let's we need to like retitle ours we need uh uh we need to like um Wet pocket fisherman. Pocket fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Pocket fisherman. Oh my God. Trademarked. Wait, we can't. (laughs) Oh man, that's so good. Pocket fisherman. (laughs) Okay. And on that note, (laughs) thanks for listening. (laughs) 
What was that called again? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop recording. Yep, me too.